0: And I heard uh, just before the when we praise the Lord, uh, I just think we are really blessed to do that in a country where we can just come in the church and praise the Lord. We just take the risk. Maybe some people uh, think we are full, but it's okay because uh, the fullness of God is more wiser than men. So we are happy to be called fool full people. Amen. <laughs> Okay, so today we will continue to reading the chapter 1 of G- Genesis. Uh, we will look uh, into the world to understand what is our roots, or origin, because it defines who we are. Genesis, I think it's my favorite book because it lays every foundation of our belief. And it's the start- starting point where people and the devil love attacks. So... If I can give you an encouragement, it's read it every year. It's really important. So if you listen to the general thinking today about the creation, you heard a lot of things, crazy things like that the universe had 40 billion years ago and the planets 4 billion years ago. And people think the creation come with the big bang. That's, we don't know, but... I think it's not the fruit of an accident. So everything is based for the men and the women uh, about evolution of spaces. So like a human has become an evolved animals, stronger than other species, and more intelligent. They call that natural selection. So it means those men, these men come from the monkey and discover how to use the fire randomly by accident, how to use a medicinal plant, how to survive to the winter, and learn to make food by themselves, totally accidentally. So this doctrine came after 1859, with the theory of evolution, the Darwinism. It became the new religion. With the role of erasing all traces of God in our history and destroy the picture of God or Father. So today's theory is taught as a truth to our children in school, and we never mention God as the Father and Almighty Creator. So the problem of that is if you if you think if you are convinced you are an evolved animals, you finally act like an animals just for you to know in france as a teacher if you use the bible in your classes to express a point of of view against this general thinking you can uh, a judge can sentence you to 5 years in jail or 45000 euro fine so it's according to the french criminal code so if you use the bible in the class or in the school you are treated like a criminal. So that's how the devil works in our country. So because the children are like Adam and Eve. They are pure and innocent and they discover the world with the new A's. So that's why the devil just push them to just uh, learn and believe this false doctrine. So it's important to pray for the national school because today it's the national school and tomorrow it can be the church. So now, what is the fruit of this kind of doctrine? Is that a good fruit? So I just reference three principal lies and fruit about this kind of false doctrine. The first one is, I can do what I want as long as it makes sense for me. So it's mean. If I want to have sex without marriage, if I want to have sex with a man, a woman, whatever, it's okay because it's made sense for, for me. If I want to abort, kill my baby in my belly, it's okay because it's my body. And I can change my gender as I want because for me, I have not a good gender. So the second lie is I choose... For me, what is good and what is not. So I was really shocked uh, when I started to work on this uh, message. I uh, learned recently in Al- Albania, they have the canon code. So I don't know if you know about that, but if you commit a crime in Albania against a family, this family have the right to cover your crime, to kill a member of your family during the seven, seven next years. And they cannot kill a woman, but it can be a man, whatever their age. And the last, I think it's the top of the lies and the blaspheme, men have created God. So, it's important to just give in mind, in every country who raised their fist against God like that, they took Finish to be judged by God and be condemned. We can think about Sodom, Canaan, the Greek Empire, the Rome Empire. The Rome Empire, it's 1000 years and they fall down. And even Israel did not escape to the judgment of God. Let's read Judge chapter 2 from 8 to 15 to understand what is going on today. Joshua, son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died at the age of hundred and ten, and they buried him in the land of his inheritance, at permanent heiress in the hill country of Ephraim, north of Mount Gash. After that, one generation had been gathered to their ancestors; another generation grew up who knew neither the Lord nor what He had done for Israel. Then. The Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord and served the Baals. They forsook the Lord, the God of their ancestor, who had brought them out of Egypt. They followed and worshipped various gods of the people around them. They aroused the Lord anger because they forsook him and served Baal and the Ashroset. In his anger against Israel, the Lord gave them into the hand of Raider and plundering them. He sold them into the hand of their enemy, all around, who they were not able to resist. Whenever Israel went out to fight, the hand of the Lord was against them to defeat them. Just as he had sworn to them, they were in a great distress. That's... The, the will of the devils, to raise a new generation who don't know the Lord and discourage the elder. Hosea also said in Hosea 4, from 6 to 10, My people I destroy from lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I also reject you as my priests, Because you have ignored my law, the law of God, your God, I also will ignore your children. The more priests there were, the more they sinned against me, they exchanged their glorious God for something disgraceful. They feed on the sin of my people and rely, relish their weakness. And it will be like people like priests, I will punish both of them for their way and repay them for they did. They will eat but not have enough. They will engage in prostitution but not flourish because they have deserted the Lord. So today, it's time to wake up. There is a call today to share and preach the gospel. It's a call for parents, all brothers and all sisters and every person who are led by the Holy Spirit because it's our responsibility to pass on the teaching of this book. To the younger ones, it's our responsibility to prepare the next generation to go through this world with the Lord and not with the idols, to recall the elders who have abandoned, abandoned the faith. Jesus did that. Jesus, when two disciples walk in the direction of Emmaus, come and talk to them. He takes the time to explain the scriptures for these two guys. And these guys start to fight. And they say about Jesus in Luke 24, verse 32. They asked each other, were not your heart burning within us while he talked with us on the road and opened the scripture to us? It means the Bible is not just a word. It's powerful. It's a power. The word of God is alive. These two guys start to felt their heart burn when they heard the good news and the prophesy. It's like a sword and this weapon is in your hand. You need to remember every time your evangelization today can snatch a soul from hell, a soul from hell later. Amen? Okay, after this little introduction, let's see Genesis. Chapter 1, 26 to 31. Then God said, Let us make man king in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the skies, over the livestock and all the wild animals and over all creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the bird in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Then God said, I give you every seed bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it. They will be yours for food and to all the beasts of the earth and all the birds in the skies and all creatures that move along the ground. Every everything that has the breath of life in it, I give every green plant for food, and it was so. God saw all that he made, and it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. So, first question, who is the Creator? Who is us mentioned by the first verse? During the creation process, three persons were here. The first was God the Father, We can see a picture of the Father in Isaiah 64, verse 8. Yet you, Lord, are our Father. We are the clay. You are the potter. We are all the work of your hand. The second person was the Holy Spirit. We can see that in Genesis 1, verse 2. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters and the last person was here during the creation process was Jesus Christ or the Son of God or the Word of God you can see that in John chapter 1 from 1 to 3 in the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the Word was God He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. And in Colossians chapter 1, verse 15 to 17, you can read, The soon is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on the earth visible and invisible, whether the throne of power or ruler or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things and in him all things altogether. So you see the complete aspect of God. You see three persons but you cannot separate them. These three persons are not Three different gods. You have the Father, and the Father is not the Son. You have the Son, but the Son is not the Holy Spirit. But the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are God. For those who love mathematics, you can just imagine a triangle, like a, a triangle named God with the first angle name Father, the second name Sun, and the third name Holy Spirit. It's the same triangle, but three different angles. So, our God is indivisible. You cannot have the Father without the Sun. And if you have the Sun, you have the Holy Spirit. John 14, verse 6, Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So it's really clear. For example, that's the reason why no Muslim can be saved if they don't accept the son because they rejected Jesus Christ as the son of God. 1 John chapter 2 from 22 to 23 said, who is easily are. It is whoever denies that Jesus is the Christ. Such a person is an antichrist, denying the Father and the Son. No one who denies the Son as the Father, whoever acknowledges the Son as the Father also. It's really clear. So, let's continue. God created men and women. He made... The mankind and it's sure because in the verse twenty seven of Genesis one you have this three words repeated three times. He created them and every time in the Bible, when Solomon writes three times something or two times something, it's not a mistake it's because you need to pay attention of that. for example, when Jesus said verily, verily, before an unshakable truth, so we can know for sure God is our Creator. Let's read what King David writes about the creation process is Psalm 139, from 13 to 16. For you created my inmost being, You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you. When I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depth of earth, your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were, were written in the book and before one of them came to up. So God created you, and he created all of your life in the same time. All of your days are sealed in the book. So it's true you have parents in earth. I don't say you don't have parents. But it's God himself who, who created you and used your parents, your parents to give your life through them. It seems will give you every hair on your head, and use a brush to paint every color and every details of your eyes. It's like an artist, a painter. If you come closer a person and look at his eyes, it's not perfectly blue. It's not perfectly green. You have a lot of different frame of color in just one eyes. So the main kings are composed by marvelous creatures created by an amazing God. So parents do not participate to the creation process because it's reserved to God to create you, to create men and women. The role of the parents is to do one flesh and they keep hope the woman will become pregnant. And after that, they wait nine months. And in this period, the one month, you do nothing. You just look your wife and the baby grow up. That's all. Job said the same thing when he started to argue with the Lord. In Job 10, from 8 to 12, Your hand shaped me and made me. Will, no, will you now turn and destroy me? Remember that you modeled me like a clay. Will you not turn me to the dust again? Did you not pour me out like milk and curdle me like cheese? Close me with skin and flesh and knit me together with bone and sinew. You gave me life and showed me kindness and in your providence watched over my spirit. So God forms all, all men and all women according to his pleasure. And his pleasure is, was to create mankind in God's image. After the fall, sin perverted men and women. But the image of God continued to express itself through us. The fact that we are created in the image of God or likeness of God simply means that we are created to be like Him. We cannot understand all the aspects of God, but we can see some of them today. The image of God refers to the spiritual aspect of man, which set up apart from the animal kind, make us unique and worthy of the dominion that God has given to us on earth and allow us to be in communion with our Creator. Romans 8, verse 19, say, For the creation waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. Paul parle about the creation of God waiting the revelation of the Son of God. But the Bible never mention an animal can have a relationship with God or a communion with God it's reserved for us, the mankind. So being created in the image of God have some different aspects. I just keep three on my mind. The mental aspect, the moral resemblance, and the social resemblance. Intellectually, man was created with reason and will capable of reasoning and choosing with a brilliant brain, which reflects the intelligence and the freedom of God. Every time someone invents a machine, a music, a book, or everything, humans proclaiming the fact that we are created in the God's image. Maybe you know the story about the Wright brother. (laughs) You see the slide. There were two Americans from Dayton work as a mechanician in a bicycle workshop. And one day they started to thought and search a new project to do. And a couple of years after, in 1901, they made the first gliders. Maybe these people just look at the skies and the birds and say how we can just fly and go up. It's really brilliant. Another, another example. On this slide you see a woman named Priscille Deborah. It's the first woman of France to receive a bionic arm prosthesis. It's connected to the nerve, and she can control it directly with her brain. She just needs to think, and the arms start to move. So, if you don't know this kind of technology, I encourage you to try to find uh, maybe uh, an interview in English, I don't know if it exists, but it's a wonderful creation. So, men and women are wonderful creators, as the one who created them. So, in the moral aspect, moral resemblance, man was created perfectly righteous and innocent at the beginning and that reflects God's holiness. After the fall, we still have in our heart, our conscience, or we can call maybe a moral compass. It's referred to our initial state. And the man or the woman have the liberty to choose to follow it or not. Every time someone walks in the path of righteousness, renounce evil, praise righteous behavior or feel guilty, he or she confirms that the fact we are created in God's image. Romans chapter 2, from 12 to 15, speak about this moral compass. All who sin apart from the law will also perish apart from the law, and all who sin under the law will be judged by the law. For it is not those who hear the law who are righteous in the God's sight, but it is those who obey the law who will be declared righteous. Indeed, when the Gentiles who do not have the law do by nature things required by the law, they are the law for themselves. Even so, they do not have the law. They show that the requirements of the law are written on their heart. Their conscience also bearing witness and their thoughts some, sometimes accusing them and at the other time even defending them. So the pagans have no law, but it was right in the art. It's a part of the God image in all art. When you try to do bad things, you always have a little voice say to you, "Come in the righteous path." Come in the holiness of God. So the social resemblance. I don't know if social is the good word for this part, but we'll see. Man was created to have relationship, being in communion, which reflects the Trinity nature and love of God. In Eden, man was created first and was first in relationship with God. And Adam was not separated from God, because it was the beginning, the sin was not in the world, and he could consult God when he wanted, and be in his presence. And after, God created the woman, because he judged it was not good for the man to be alone. So when God asked him to give a name for every animal, the man conclude by saying to God, "I don't find the help that I need, and God make it fall from sleep to make the woman." And the reaction of Adam, when he saw Eve was in Genesis 2, 33, uh, 23 to 24. The man said, this is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, for she was taken out of men. That is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife, and they become one flesh. So by this reaction of Adam, when he sees the woman, God don't created the woman just like a worker or like a slave. Yes, it mentioned it's the help of the man, but it was not the final goal for the to, to create the woman. He gave the man and the woman the capacity to be in relationship together and they God created them perfectly equal, because the man can have a relationship with the Lord and the woman is the same. The women don't need to go to the man to have a relationship with the Lord, so they were created equal in the front of the Lord. It's a picture of the marriage between the, a man and a woman. when, a man, when the man f- asks for the future help, God don't provide for an animal, an object. he don't provide for another man or two or three women, only God one man and one woman. And he said that by the blessing of the Lord forever. It's again a triangle. God, man and woman. It's like the perfect communion. After that, the will of God was to expand this love all around the earth and be in relationship with all humans with the same pattern. What gone, one man, and one woman. He gives this command in 1 Genesis 28. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. It looked like an order, but God asks that to the man and the woman to blessing them more. There is a thing when you become parents when when you go to the hospital with your wife to do the to for the delivery and when it's finished you see for the first time this little baby and something happen in your heart it's the start of a burning love begins grow for this little boy or this little girl then you know you are ready to move heaven and earth if someone will hurt this little one some people never give rest to their body to make sure this little one have lack of anything. Don't lack of anything. Others, when the nation went to war, did not hesitate to take the weapon and defend their country. To portray them for the enemy servitude. In fact, this powerful feeling of love that the earth expresses is simply what God feels for you. This love testifies we are created in the God-likeness. I remember last summer, Hema had a big fever, around 69 degrees, and with a peak at 40. And we, are, we were to, uh, at lunchtime, and she t- started to convulsing. In her chairs, it was because of the fever and the lack of um, sleep. After finishing Convulsing, she just started to become blue and stopped breathing. We don't see that, but when she started the seizure a piece of food was stuck in the strut. So we do the first aid and remove the piece of food and call an ambulance. She was on the ground with difficulty to stay awake and don't really answer to our question. So thanks Lord, every uh, everything was uh, um my uh, my little girl was ill <laughs> don't worry but during this moment it was really brutal and painful for me because i love her and i know at this moment i knew i was ready to do anything for her to to her to she is not passed through death I was just thought I can give my life now for my little girl. So maybe this testimony of love can remind you something. John 3:16 For God so loved the, lo- the world that he gave his one only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have the eternal life. It's exactly what God did for you by sending his son for the forgiveness of sin after the fall. God became flesh in Jesus Christ and go to the cross to pay the price definitively. It's not his plan for you to go through the second death. That means when you died for the first time physically, you go to hell for the eternal life. So, he paid this price only by love for his creation. He don't take the choice to remove everything. He gives his only soon. So we see after that, God gives us authority in Genesis 1.28. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the skies and over every living creature that move on the ground. God has put us in a superior position to the animal kind, so what we can dominate over them. If God had not ordained this, we could probably have been naturally select- selected a long time ago. There is an obvious hierarchical relationship between humans and animals, or we could be at the bottom of the food chain. So, the word domination. Is perverted today, but God used this word to invite us to take care and take part of the creation. Like God do every every day, we have the domination over the animal kingdom today. But it's not an invitation to do the rain terror and do evil. So, at the end of this, in Genesis one. The fourth day God saw what he do and say it was good. The fifth day he saw what he do and say it was good. But on the sixth day he say it was very good because we are the central point of his creation. We are the pride of God, we are his trophy. So never forget who you are and where are you from. Because it's not an accident. It's it's not an accident in our story. God is our Father. He decides what is good and what is not. And he gives a way to follow to every man and every woman. And even if the relationship with God was broken by the sin, God provides a solution for us to restore everything like the beginning. It was not his will to be far from you. Do you know how God wants to be close from you? Do you ever asking this question to yourself? How God want to be close from you? God wants to be so close from you, he will, will sit you on his throne. Let's look at Revelation chapter 3, verse 20 to 21. Here I am, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come and eat, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. To the one who is victorious, I will give the right to sit with me on my throne just as I was victorious and sat down with my father on his throne. Maybe you never think about that because you think it's maybe disrespectful, I don't know. But God will also break that boundary to be as close to you as a child who sits on his father's knee. Amen? So, by Jesus... God will restore also the creation with a new heaven and a new earth with no pain and no violence anymore. Isaiah prophesies that in Isaiah 11, from 1 to 9. A shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. From his roots a branch will bear fruit. The Spirit of the Lord will rest on him the spirit of wisdom and of understanding the spirit of counsel and of might the spirit of the knowledge and the fear of the lord and he will delight in the fear of the lord he will not judge by what he sees with his eye or decide by what he hears with his ears but with righteousness he will judge the needy. With justice, he will give decision for the poor on the earth. of, of the earth. He will strike the earth with the, his, with the rod of his mouth. With the breath of his lip, he will slay the wicked. Righteousness will be the, his belt and faithfulness the stash around his waist. The wolf will live with the lamb. The leopard will lie down with the goat, the calf and the lion and the yearling together, and a little child will lead them. The cow will feed with the bear. Their young will lie down together, and the lion will eat straw like the ox. The infant will play near the cobra's dens the young child will put its end into the viper nest. They will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain for the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the water cover the sea. Amen. Hallelujah. Just imagine the wolf, the lamb, the lion, <laughs> the kids play with the viper. We cannot imagine. It's It's so beautiful. And The fact is, for an eternal time. So, who want to take part for this? (laughs) Sure. May the Lord be blessed abundantly. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness and your goodness. Thank you for your creation. I thank you because we are marvelous creatures and you created them for your plan. You have a wonderful plan for us. And we love you for that. In the name of Jesus, Amen.